fireworks are going off and Sebastian Vettel has won the Singapore Grand Prix. Amazing race after a bit of an, a, a slow start, but uh, good to see that uh, had excitement all the way through from the first safety car period. So thank you to the uh, HRT of Carf Kane for bringing out that safety car. It did really set the race off and rolled the dice a bit more in excitement's favour instead of boredom. But uh, yes, Vettel took a dominant victory once Hamilton was out of the way. You could argue that Hamilton uh, would have dominated himself if he hadn't had technical trouble. But uh, Singapore, once again, being a bogey circuit for Lewis Hamilton. Uh, 2010, he crashed with Webber and knocked himself out of the championship and has his retirement this year, knocked him out of the championship again. So my usual cohort of people are all around the F1 in pubs location here in Birmingham at the Apple Bar. Some of them have run downstairs to see the result of the football match, but I hate them, so I'm not, they might just cut them out of the podcast. But, oh, lots of fireworks going off. It is a bit DTM at Hockenheim, isn't it? But uh, lots of fireworks. Maybe more races should invest in this, but uh, obviously a lot of them in the daytime, so maybe not. Anyway, Manish is here as ever. What did you think about that race? Well, uh, up until the safety car, it wasn't exactly the best of races, but certainly livened up when the safety car did come out. Um, reminiscent of what happened in Valencia. Yes. Uh, the opposite really because Vettel crashed out of that one and yeah. uh, sorry didn't crash out did he he had reliability in that one uh, but he looked he looked set for a victory then safety car in his words caused him to overheat and then this one Lewis Hamilton lost the race and he gets it back so maybe he's avenging Valencia maybe this is karma come back to him so uh, safety car causes his victory this time yeah I mean Lewis you, you got to feel sorry for him because through no fault of his own you know he you know he had to retire the car yeah. um, but Sebastian Vettel give him credit he did what he had to do uh, made no mistakes he won the race uh, Jensen good result for him in second place uh, for Alonso as always consistent yeah. finishing third and that's all he's got to do now Alonso if he can carry on finishing second third yeah. he will be Crown World Champion this year and, and also Let's not forget Paul De Resta, a fantastic fourth place for Force India and his uh, best ever finish in Formula One. We just talked earlier during the race off air for the podcast, but uh, if obviously Red Bull now with this win will have taken a huge lead in the constructors, but if they manage to lead the constructors by such a huge margin and with McLaren in second, surely questions will be asked at how they let the driver's title slip through their fingers if that's how it finished. Yeah, um, Red Bull, you you would expect them now to be Crown Constructors champions, but the driver's championship is still open and don't underestimate Sebastian Vettel because... You know, he's a quality driver, we've seen that, and although Alonso, I don't know, I'm not, I think, has he extended his lead in the Drivers' Championship? Uh, no, he, no, Vettel's closed up on him a bit, but obviously since Vettel's now new in second, it seems, it's every every race is a different driver in second, so it's like Alonso's entrenched there in first, but the second place driver changes, and that's why no one else has the consistency of Alonso, and that's the key point. Yeah, um, but just talking about Fernando Alonso, he, he's always consistent. No, we know that. He's always able to get the best out of a car. Um, and again today, Ferrari wasn't wasn't the best car, um, but he still managed to finish third. And Felipe Massa as well. Let's not forget he yep. finished eighth, managed to score some decent points, and a good result for Felipe. So well done, uh, Massa. We're just looking on the screens now. There's fireworks going off. It's like New Year over in Singapore. There's so many fireworks, you think, and a big wheel. It's like a London celebration of New Year. The London Eye and the fireworks, but actually it's Singapore and it's a nighttime race, so maybe more races should be at night so we can enjoy a firework display after the race. And especially if that race had been boring, at least the fireworks would have livened it up. But uh, Rachel, how smug are you? I'm not, maybe I want to talk to you because you're looking a bit smug because, wow, there's a goal downstairs, there's a football match going on, we're trying to ignore that. But uh, you know, we, we share our venues with other sports. 
I wouldn't, you know, I can't, I can't promote that. I'm, I'm just going to ignore it. But it's a great atmosphere. Anyway, Rachel, yes, you're looking a bit smug because you predicted this. Yes, I did. Um, I mean, I did predict Maldonado to go into Hamilton on the first corner, but Vettel won, and I'm, I'm pleased with that. Um, I did predict Alonso to come second, but he came third, and it's, it, it, it was a good try from Jensen Button to get second. So, I think it, if you'd have had money on this, you'd, you'd be worth a good payout now. No, because if I'd have put money on it, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> yes, yeah, all right. It's, it's just fate. No, it has happened, so we can't look back in time. But yeah, I Mina, mean, uh, who was your who's your driver of the day? Would you say? I was impressed with Felipe Massa. Um, he, he was right at the back of the um, of the park, and he's come forth to, um, to to finish in the top ten with some great overtaking towards wow. the end, especially that one with Senna. Easily the overtake of the day was Senna. I was going to say if it was an overtake, or if it was a oh my goodness, I'm going to crash. Oh, I haven't. Oh, I'm passed. We're not sure yet. But it was a great moment and uh, shows, you know, Massa's still got fighting spirit despite what people say about him. Yeah, I mean, people are talking about his future and his contract with Ferrari, but he's showing that he's still got fight in them and he's, and he's not going to give up. So, yeah, Especially as he was down at 23rd at the start of the race after his uh, early race. It was a puncture, wasn't it, at the start? He had a, I think he had a clattering with a, a front wing of someone else. So, yeah, he had a puncture, but he didn't give up. And with two safety cars, you've thrown right back into the thick of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I mean, he's the person who has benefited most out of the safety cars, and 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 he's a great driver to watch. And, yeah. and people don't often focus on him. They, they they think about Fernando and 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 how well he drives. But Mass is just as good, if not better, at times. I'm sure he'll be a he'll still be a good driver to watch next year in IndyCar or Brazilian stock cars or wherever the hell he ends up. Maybe even world touring cars. Who knows? It'll still be great to watch there. Anyway, man, should we have a walk round? Um, we can have a little uh, talk with the boss. The boss is going to go Tim is talking to the boss and Peter's going to go on the uh, announcement so he probably can't talk to Peter yet can we and we have a new fan here what's your name sorry Darren Do you want to, what, who, what was your driver of the race sir my driver of the race um, I think thinking about it it's Sebastian Vettel yeah I think he's just kept it clean out of trouble today so you support the, the ones who actually put in the results rather than those who are a bit more showy like Massa and Weber did some good overtakes they did, but they're, they're not going to be at the sharp end of the championship of the parade, and uh, it's not really what they want. So, yeah. what, what do you think of the massive overtake on this? And that was amazing, wasn't I think it? It was um, good improvisation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good improv. Yeah, it wasn't planned that way, but you know, you'll take anything that, that comes off. Definitely good improvisation, and I, I thought it did well to keep it on the black stuff, to be honest with you. What did well to keep it on? Michael stuff? Schumacher, what would you say about that little incident? Um. There's not much to say really, he locked up, completely lost it, and when you when you lock up you can't break or steer. Yeah. Felt really sorry for Bergney because um he you could have got a good result. <laughs> I don't know who that driver is anyway. Oh sorry, Berg. <laughs> John Eric Berg. But, yeah. Pronunciation, we do it all the time in Formula 1. Vettel and Vettel and Vettel. And there's about seven ways to say Kubitz's name. It's Vettel like Kettle, isn't it? Yes, exactly. I've been told off for this before. Yeah, it's what David Coulthard said, though, isn't he? He said, I, I remember him in the 90s having an <laughs> argument with Murray Walker about her saying Coulthard. It's Coulthard, Murray. And now it's okay when he says people's names wrong. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Michael Schumacher, would you reckon he should retire? Because it looks like his reactions aren't what they used to be. I think he can still do a good job, but I think he should retire and give one of the young guns a chance. Okay. There's a few guys coming up who can do a job, I reckon, so they'll be very happy to get their hands on, on an F1 seat. And, you're, and you're, you're new to this? Are you first time here? It's first time here, yeah. Wait, what, have you been to another one around the country? Or? Um, one in London. Oh, yeah. One in London. and then oh, so There's London. someone over there that's from London. Let's still talk to him. Do you know him? Have you met him before? No, no. Oh, we'll talk to Rob in a minute. But uh, yeah. yeah, you should all be friends. I thought you'd come up together. 
Yeah, I'm sure we will be soon enough. It won't be the last time I'm here. See you on the hashtag then. Tweet us on the hashtag from next week. You're going to be at London for Japan. Will do. Nice, brilliant, cool. And have you got a a Twitter name? I have, if I remember it. It's Daz the villain. Daz the villain. Okay, we'll look out for you on the hashtag. If you look, if you look out for me, because I've got F1 in pubs on my Twitter. Nice. Look on our hashtag, and yeah, you'll be on the podcast now, so you want definitely want to look out for that. But yeah, nice to meet you, and uh, yeah, a good base overall. Sorry. Do you think it was a good base? It was a good race. It was a good race. I don't know why Kipman Vettel gets his finger out. Oh, I'm moving on. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good race. Okay. Um, Yeah, where are we going to go? I've got a Lewis Hamilton fan, Vicky, of course, we have to talk to because she must be gutted. But uh, Tim, one of the many Tims, what's up? You're just pointing at me there, are you right? No, I wasn't pointing. Oh, I see. No, no. Is that Vettel's finger impression? Is that what it was? Yeah, we were were doing a count, but we thought Ah. we should do it in binary. How many? He's won two, so he should have two fingers today. No, he won't do that. I'll it's give him two fingers. Right? No, anyway. He's had about seven or eight, actually, on the way up. To That's true. Anyway, yes, uh, what did you think of the race? Obviously, a good one eventually. A good one eventually. Or as you were saying, took a safety car. Took hey. two safety cars. You didn't want to hear me cheering when the first safety car came out. No one else has supported. No one else has cheered that hard for Mercedes since, oh, I don't know. Can't think of, since the DTM and they won. I don't know. Can't think of a Mercedes-based joke. But uh, I really cheered a safety car. No one really has really celebrates a safety car period like me. But uh, I realise it makes the race more exciting. Everyone else, everyone cheered with you, mate. Oh, thank you. I mean, we, thank you. We agreed it needed it. Uh, but, um, I, I, no, I was the best at cheering. It was me that cheered really well. Anyway. <laughs> Very, you know, ultimately... He did a comfortable job. Who, Vettel? Yeah. He, he, was saying, he can't point at the screen, it's a podcast. But, uh, <laughs> the man Vettel, yes. Yeah. And uh, what do you think to Michael Schumacher? Old man reactions now, does he need to retire, or is it just a racing incident? It's a racing incident, incident and he probably should retire. <laughs> okay, that's one, of each, one from each selection there, but yeah. <laughs> that, do you reckon that'll get penalised after the race? Uh... I don't think it should, but he'll probably get a five place or ten yes. place drop next that's, race. That's the, that that's is the thing. General consensus. Yeah, we all seem to. Dis- the difference between what happened, what we think should happen, what actually does happen. And so. To be fair, they did a lot of incidents and a lot of um, no, no further actions. So they want to get one, don't they, or yeah. two? I'm we, very we glad. I'm very glad they didn't decide to penalise Massa and Senna for their. <laughs> The best moment of the race for me the it's sort of improvisations that down called it um the, the, the sort of is it a crash is it a pass moment down in the back end of the track it was just funny wasn't it it's was brilliant it, you know you know you want those moments of sheer what the hell happened there kind of thing <laughs> to happen and uh, he got by so there shouldn't be any more action yeah if you've been a crash yeah probably but uh, see peter here our F, at f1 in Burma, our host um, he's got a Marina Bay Circuit Singapore T-shirt, and it's got the track map on it, so we could point to places on this map where, where, where things yeah, happen. But yeah, but uh, we've got someone in F1 in pubs uh, T-shirt, and you're in the uh, Singapore hash, uh, Singapore track. Is he actually leaving to go and watch the football? Uh, I hope he's not in a turncoat. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I'm not talking. I wouldn't have had him on the podcast if he's gone. We'll have to get you and Rob side by side and take a picture because we you've will. got yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. the uh, Singapore map, and that sort of sums up today. He's got the F1 in pubs T-shirt. So where's Rob? Oh, he's at the bar. We'll go and talk to Rob in a minute. But uh, we'll firstly we'll wait for Rob, uh, and Pete will be back later after he's done his little announcement. But uh, we'll talk to probably a very gutted Vicky and Linda. Hello, Vicky. It looks all going so well for you because you are uh, an unashamed Lewis Hamilton fan. And it was going so well until about lap 30 when it sort of all fell apart. These things happen. At least he wasn't being, uh, you know, stupid. He was being really sensible, good. He was on for a win. Sometimes these things happen. Yeah. Sorry, I just, uh, I'm getting some eye contact from Linda, who doesn't want to be on. So sorry, Linda. Uh, I won't, I don't, I'm not going to force you if you don't want to. Have a few more drinks and then I'll come back to you. Um, no, she doesn't want, doesn't want to talk, but uh, not having a good day. Was it such a big Lewis Hamilton fan? She's sulking. Is that what it is? No? Yeah, no, I'm sad. I'm sad for him, but um, brilliant race. And uh, 
I think he's going to have to be fighting uh, Alonso. That's what I hope that the rest of the season he's still in with a chance. So. Well, it's not completely out of it, but again, Singapore's a bo- again Singapore's a bogey track thing because I forget two years ago he sort of knocked himself out of the championship with Weber, so not the best place for Lewis. Well, it's very tight. There's nowhere to hide. So if you're a if you're a racer, um, then you you know you tend to get caught out at these circuits. Yeah. And uh, what did you think to Michael Schumacher? Uh, do you reckon that was a stupid incident? He should be retired, or do you reckon it was just a racing incident? It could happen to anyone. Racing incident. He, uh, you know. He looked, I, I would think he was pretty scared by it, to be honest, and it didn't oh, look yeah. in any way um, that he, you know, that he was taking any unnecessary risks and just got caught out. And Massa and Senna, that was hilarious. Yes, um, I couldn't really make head and tail of that, but it was fun. <laughs> At least, you know, they came out of it with their cars in one piece, which is amazing. But, uh, yeah, l- thankfully that wasn't penalised. So, yeah, overall a good race, would you say, once it got going? Yeah, I think, um, I think it, once it got going, you're right. Um, but it's always spectacular to watch, so... One of my favourite. Okay, thanks for surprisingly chipper despite the Lewis Hamilton results. So thank you. And looks like yeah, um, we're having some podium interviews now. Is it true that Eddie Jordan's going to do the podium interviews? No, yeah. There he is with his shirt. Unbelievable. Um, he's sort of dancing around with the microphone. Eddie Jordan on the podium. Let's go talk to Rob. Yeah. What? What? You? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, right. Um, I can't. I can't really take the mick out of Eddie Jordan when I'm doing the same thing. Where's Manish gone? Manish. Everyone's standing there. Oh, Kerry's here. And Rob, I want to talk to you. I'll make sure we get a picture with you and the boss with our T-shirt. Absolutely. Um, this sums up today. You've got F1 in positive. What do you think of the race, Rob? Well, I'll tell you as soon as I get that glass of red wine sitting over there. Oh, so I come. I'll follow you. I can move. <laughs> Honestly, you didn't really have to. Okay, okay. Get the wine. Here we are at the bar. We've moved over now. Yeah, exactly. um, what did you think, Rob? I'm going to ask you again. Well, I should probably explain that my wife used to work for McLaren. Ah, okay. So you should, you should go and join the McLaren pity party over there with Vicky. <laughs> Not a very. She's, she did talk and she was more excited, uh, more happy than I expected her to be. But uh, also very upset at Lewis's results. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is this uh, Singapore bogey track for him? Because he, he crashed with Weber two years ago as well. Uh, yeah, well, exa- exactly. And I, I, I actually, I was, I was taking a look at uh, the, those guys earlier, and I could see that there was a like reaction with with Lewis. How unusual it is, though, that for example, you've got you've got Lewis and Maldonado on the front row. Yeah. And we've got a race where the entire front row doesn't even finish. Yep. So it's, it, it is pretty unusual. Well, before um, the race, we might have predicted that, but in a kind of t- <laughs> turn one incident uh, based Which prediction. I did say to you I was hoping yeah. not to see. Well, yes. so, so sadly, we got a result that uh, I didn't want in... Yeah, it's un- unexpected. But I will say this. I... I reckon we possibly saw the best overtake of the season so far. And is that Massa and Senna? How did you guess? <laughs> it's, uh, I'm not sure it was planned that way. I don't know. I don't a, think it was it may be not the best overtake, but it might be the best... Uh, uh, we, uh, Darren called it improvisation. But it might just be a best accident avoidance of the, well, well, of the this, year. No, this is the point. Quite frankly, it could have ended up as, as the third safety car of, of the race. Well, that would have been good, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I mean, it was, it was quite exciting. But at the same time, I would like to know quite where Schumacher was looking. Oh, Schu- oh Schumacher, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, for that incident, yes, yeah, so that's what I've been asking. Do you reckon his reaction speed is too old? He's getting too old, he's got slow reactions now. Because don't forget, almost an identical incident happened in uh, Spain when he went, ran into the back of Senna, and this time he ran into the back of someone else. So, uh, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you reckon he's thinking, oh, that's it now, I, I'm going at the end of the year, or it's just a racing incident could happen to anyone else? Mm, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I, I heard about the, 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 the age comments. My, my view on this, you know, is... You, you, were, you, you could have sat next to us. We don't, you didn't have to overhear everything. <laughs> didn't quite no, happen. no, no, I heard, no, I heard that on the, on, on the, on the, on the coverage. Oh, yeah. Um, no, my, my view on this is that ultimately I think, uh, you know, 
Schumacher's moving on. I don't, I don't believe there's another. I think there's two drivers moving on this season, um, and, and it's Schumacher and Massa. Right, and I think, yes, I said before, Massa's a very entertaining driver, and he'll entertain, I'm repeating the same jokes now, but different people are listening to it, but he'll be very entertaining next year in IndyCar, or, you know, World Touring Cars, wherever he ends up. I'll probably edit that out twice, you don't want to hear the same jokes twice at home, sorry, but Rob hadn't heard it. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, who do you reckon would replace him? Who could? Who wants to sit next to Alonso and just let Alonso oh, win? Oh, dear, 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 I mean, well, this is the point. I mean, this is the thing, right, when I, when I started, when I got interested in Formula One, yeah. uh, and for example, my wife would come home and tell me what Lewis Hamilton had for lunch because she worked in the um, Absolute oh, right. Taste restaurant in within the Ooh. MTC. So it's, it's recent for you then? Um, well, no, I've been a fan for several years now because um, when first of all, when, when she uh, was coming home, she would tell me, how, and this indicates when she worked there, she'd tell me what Lewis Hamilton had for lunch and what and what Heike Kovalainen had ah, for lunch. Yeah. So that indicates the time. Any exclusives on that? What, what so, were they even for Luke? Um, I, believe, I can't remember which way around... <laughs> Which way round it was? It was pasta and salad, and Martin Whitmarsh also apparently has either pasta or salad. Nice. So, so it's, there are lots of eating healthy, uh, eat healthy I can eating talk, going I can on. Talk to you. Do you have any secrets from you know? No, 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 say no. at schools, our dinner ladies know what's going on. What, what's you know? It's always the canteen staff that know exactly the secrets. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. Always a tea lady as well. Well, you know when we when we watched it, yeah. um, and even and even now when the television camera goes into the garage. Uh, it, 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 it always makes me laugh, but when she when, when it goes into the into have to move away because it's going to be an announcement in the background. Yeah, that's it's fine. Too when the uh, when the camera goes into the garage, um, she says, "Oh, I know him, I know him, <laughs> I know him." When the camera zooms up to all the mechanics. So today she looked at she saw a lot of disappointed faces that she knew. Uh, yeah, yeah. To be honest, absolutely. Let's mm -hmm. wait for this bit. Hello, Rob. We're back now. Had a little announcement. Didn't win the raffle. He came second, so that's all right. Anyway, <laughs> where were we? We were talking about. Oh yes, yeah, so want to talk to your wife. Yeah, um, my wife Basha, she worked at uh, McLaren Technology Centre for a while, a, a year or so? Over a year, over a year. So you definitely want to know the secrets, what one? Tell us the secrets, what's the secret about McLaren Technology Centre? I don't know what's the secret. Oh, no, no, no. I, want, I want some insider knowledge, I bet, everyone has to, I bet it's spick and span in there, I bet there's not one iota of dust or anything like that. Oh, right, fine, he doesn't like me. <laughs> oh well, no, just, no, it's I'm, right. I'm, I'm the sociable one in the relationship, yeah. and <laughs> you, must be, you must at least be gutted after today. Oh, I don't listen to me. Don't like me. I'm not going to talk to her. No, are you gutted though? Um, yeah, but uh, Lewis Hamilton should win. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. He should have won. He would have won. No, he didn't. He would, he would have if he hadn't broken down. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So yes, uh, well, I was going to say, um, what do you reckon about the next race? Is it a one-off, or will he do it again? will definitely do it again. Okay. He will win, yeah. Okay, and that's exclusive from inside the McLaren Technology Centre. <laughs> anyway, so, yes, yeah, so this is your first time at F1 in Birmingham, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I was, I've been up in Birmingham for the last uh, last four days or so on business. Um, and I am, I mean, I am travelling back down south today, or I, we. <laughs> Obviously, I'm going to take my wife with me back home. Be nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're, um, so we're travelling back today, but... Um, I, ultimately, at the end of the day, um, if it wasn't for F1 in Brum, I would probably miss today's race. Ultimately, so you know, I mean, I uh, I was I went to the, some of the launch events earlier on this year before the season even started. The launch event in London, I went to that, uh, met Chris from at F1 in Pubs, um, met him, met, uh, and that's when I met Pete from uh, F1 in Brum, and um, and then I when I looked at the calendar, I realised I was going to be in Birmingham anyway. 
So I uh, thought I'd come along and uh, yeah, the guys at F1 Environment and Pete have got a, an excellent thing going on here and uh, ultimately I'd encourage any, any F1 fan to, you know, I mean, don't, don't sit at home and watch it if you live in Birmingham, then get down here and join in the fun. Especially it's becoming a community now, we're all friends now, it's not just about watching the race, it's watching it with friends, so yeah. Anyway, your food has arrived, so I'll let you eat. I promise I won't stand around. Um, don't forget to get that picture with the t-shirt though, before he goes. And I want that on the hashtag, so thank you for that, Rob. And of course, we've got Martin Kerry, a gruesome twosome. Okay, or not. Hi. Sad. Hello. Hi. It's <laughs> calling me sad there. You win the raffle, Martin, so congratulations. What's in the bag? I got, I got an STP t-shirt and some wipes as well. Nice. Car wipes. Let's make it. I also won. Oh. I successfully predicted that Vettel would win today. Yes, yes. Well, you and Rachel are the smug ones today. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you're happy about that, or do you reckon you just inherited it? Yeah, yeah I, it's unfortunate for Hamilton, and, and they're all talking about how the, like, the gearbox may have been damaged and whatever. And it's like, well, why didn't they change it? Because um, like, it would have been a gear, it would have been a penalty, wouldn't like, it? He would, have, he would have had five places back, so and he may not have been in that position. But you know, it also may just have failed on its own. It might not have been the contact. No, no. You're 100 percent sure it's a contact. No, I'm not. I, I, I'd, I'd say it was just bad luck, really. Yeah. yeah. You know, it happened to Jensen in the last race with whatever happened, fuel feed issues. They used to use that in the refueling. You know, fuel feed issues used to mean we forgot to fuel him up or we forgot to call him in for his pit stop. But now, in this year, I don't know what that means. Something gets between the fuel and the, and the engine. But, uh, yeah, so, Kerry, um, how are you feeling about the race? Excited or just depressed? No, I was excited about it. Like, a lot happened in it. Um, obviously, the whole thing with Schumacher as well. Like, it was... Uh, discussing is it he's had his days but we think now it's time to uh, throw the towel in basically because yeah, yeah it's, he's, not, he's not doing as well as he used to that's what we're saying you know was it just a, an old man's reaction that made him because don't forget he did do the same thing in Spain yeah that's true and, um, obviously if I was Michael Schumacher thinking oh, this is a young man's game now all I do is turn up and crash my teammate took the win and, and gets all the plaudits and I just get all the you know, he can still stay a part of Formula One, which I think is his. Uh, I think he's addicted to racing, but I'm sure he could be a, like a young driver trainer or something. But at the minute, he's a bit of a. I would say a waste of a seat, but uh, you know, apart from that one pole, what has he done this year? Yeah, the, the, as you say, like there's there's a new young racers coming in. It's it's time to maybe give them a chance, and um, and I think as well, if I was him, I'd be disappointing myself and like, well, what's the point of putting myself through that yeah. every single race when? I'm just going to be letting myself down and also my team down, so... Of course, uh, don't think, that wasn't the only thing that happened in the race, but what about um, Massa and Senna? That was hilarious. That was. I was like, it was sort of like, are they? Are they not? Are they? No, 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 it's all right. It's OK. But, um, oh, yeah. but yes, definitely a close call on that one. One of the highlights of the year so far, I think. Wasn't intent, wasn't the greatest overtaking move, but you'll take them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously... Looks like McLaren are the dominant team, but do they have the reliability? I mean, what do you, how do you see this championship paying out? Do you think McLaren have anything for Alonso? And what about Red Bull as well? Um, I think it, it is all going to depend on um, how the cars get through the races because, like you said, there's a lot of breakdowns at the moment, and yeah. obviously, you couldn't, like with Hamilton, you can be in first place, and next thing you know, you've got to stop your car. And, yeah. and obviously, it happened with Vettel last week as well, he had, he had to stop his car, so. Yeah seems to be more the cars faults than the drivers at the moment it's true and Alonso keeps unplugging and uh, doesn't have these car faults but yeah so yeah how do you think the championship is going to finish Martin um, although although Alonso's in the lead I'm still a bit unsure yeah because he is doing good he, Alonso is doing having good podium positions and stuff like that but 
I'm, I'm unsure. I, I, yeah. I would say possibility. I, I don't know what the constructor championship is like. Oh, it's, a, it's a huge lead for Red Bull. Yeah, so we may, may, may see another Red Bull. Yeah. Uh, drivers and constructors this year. Okay, so but it's all it's all about consistency. That's exactly. the thing. And McLaren seem to have the, the the speedy car, but I think they'll rue the fact that all the races they lost on a bad setup. Anyway, thank you, you two. Um, I will see you again for Japan, the early race. Yes, <laughs> two uh, two English breakfast, please for uh, ten pounds. <laughs> I think. <laughs> At six a.m., you're lucky if anyone's here to cook them, but you think they'll just open the door and collapse again, go back to bed. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. If not, not tomorrow. I might see you at the speedway because I cover the speedway for another radio station. But thank you for waiting. You seem to wait just for me. That was nice. But so I think even Manish is going and Rachel's going. So I think it's time to just talk to Peter. I know. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, I'll talk to Peter then because this is the end. Come over here, Peter. Manish is about to leave me. I'm not going out in the rain. I'm going to sit and watch uh, touring cars, I think, and uh, with Peter. Yes. Me and Peter, I might, get, I, might even, I might even get a steak if you're staying. But uh, um, anyway, Peter, yes, this is uh, final words. Yeah, although I did want to just say, maybe we should just say this now, um, it was a great race and, and, and Singapore was good, but um, it was nice to see in the race uh, a minute's silence for uh, Professor Watkins and everything he's done for the sport because the man was a legend and he saved so many lives in the sport. So we have to say uh, our personal thanks and uh, respects. And condolences to the family of uh, Sid uh, Watkins, Professor Sig Watkins, who's done so much for the sport. Um, absolutely, yeah. I mean, he's he, he's he'd been so influential on the sport over 30 years. The way that the Formula One cars look now is a direct result of his intervention. Yeah. Um, you know, he's probably had more um, influence on the design of cars than yeah. the, than even Adrian Newey over the years, and that's all to the good to protect the drivers. It's not just the cars. He did such great work on the cars and cockpit impact protections and, and, and such, but also the tracks and the response and the helicopter and everything that he did for the sport and everyone everyone needs to owe him a great debt of thanks really just to, for all the work he did and don't forget this is in his spare time because he was a, a full-time surgeon so he did such a great job and uh, yeah I, I can only recommend his book I think everyone is recommending his book at the minute he's a fantastic he's got two books I didn't know he had two books there were two uh, Life at the Limit and then there was another one that was a follow-up to that oh. uh, and of course his wife uh, Susan wrote Bernie's biography yeah. um, the, other, the other year. which <laughs> Slightly controversial one, wasn't it? It can't not be, really. Um, the, the, I've got the, a couple of the Bernie biographies that are out there, but the, the best ones are going to come out after he's not around to sue. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, not, let's not predict that. But, uh, yeah, Manish, you got any thoughts on Sid? Yeah, Sid Watkins, um, fantastic guy. He's done so much for the safety of the sport as well. Um, obviously, he was there for... Unfortunate death of Ayrton Senna, Um, but you know what, Professor Sid Watkins, rest in peace. Uh, Thoughts with you know with his family, um, his wife. Um, He's he's just done so much for the sport, and no, we saw Sebastian Vettel in his interview with uh, EJ on the podium. You know, being Formula One, so grateful to what Sid Watkins has done so yeah rest, rest in peace and our condolences go to uh, his family yes the word legend is far too overused these days but someone like Professor the, the prof as he's known in F1 circles uh, has definitely earned the title as a, as a true legend of Formula 1 and the way he's so much he's done for the sport is uh, everyone should as I say, they pay, pay him uh, a lot of respect. So the minute silence was nice, uh, a touching tribute. I heard it was going to be a minute's applause, but apparently it got changed. But uh, yeah, it was fantastic. So um, thank you to Formula One for paying their respects uh, on the grid. And uh, hopefully the, the legends and the work that he's begun will be continued in his name. So that's all we can say. And hopefully there'll be a few tribute programs as well uh, over the over the week or two on, on Sky F1 that uh, so to document his uh, 
what he's done for the sport, as I keep saying. So yes, that was uh, respect and rest in peace to Professor Sid Watkins, and it's been uh, bringing our, our podcast to an end this week. Uh, it's been a great uh, event in Singapore. Once it got going, it was a bit uh, quiet in the early laps, but uh, just as Maldonado and Alonso seemed to wake us all up, then uh, the safety car came out on its own. So after a, a VAT market crash, so that really uh, set things going and, and uh, it was like a domino effect from then on. It was a fantastic race. So um, we've got a, yeah, we've got maybe a little talk now about moving ahead to Japan, Peter. Uh, you said it on the announcement, but I don't think our podcast listeners heard it. So uh, what are the plans for the early morning race? Um, back to our early morning procedure, really. We'll be um, here at Apre Bar Summer Row, Birmingham, um, as usual. Um, we should be opening doors at 6am, race starts 7am um, and there'll be the usual selection of uh, tasty meals, mainly breakfasts, uh, they do a nice deal here of two full Englishes for a tenner. <laughs> you want, you're sure you're not being paid by these people to advertise? Positive, but they are being really good to us because uh, they, they could have just put the football on today like a lot of other bars, but nice. in, they made space for us today to enjoy the race and we're grateful to them for hosting. Yeah, that's true, they do, and especially next weekend or two weeks time, should I say, Japan, we'll be very grateful for them to open up and I believe uh, is is the next race a Sky exclusive or is it on the BBC I, I can't remember I think the next race is a Sky exclusive I think there may only be one or two more BBC races this year so oh, it's definitely they definitely kept Brazil I'm sure they've got Brazil yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah well we'll see how that affects uh, turnout because the six here might just be me you and Manish <laughs> oh, well, we ho- hope to get a few more than that. But it's true. You, for how many did you have in Alasia? Um, I've just merged two races. Alasia. Australasia. How many did you have in Australia? Uh, we got 40 for Australia, but that was a big old launch for uh, oh, F1 yeah. in pubs, really. Um, Malaysia? So, um, Malaysia, a few fewer than that, but still a good crowd, uh, Yeah, especially for that time in the morning. Um, and, you know, great way of starting up a Sunday and um, spending time with like-minded fans. It's always good to you know, share your opinions and... Um, mm. uh, I was, I was saying to a few of the other guys, you know, we've come a long way from each of us sitting and watching Formula One on our own, perhaps with the uh, with an iPad or perhaps with the radio tuned to your favourite commentary. But, but coming out and, and watching it in pubs with, with fellow fans, there's really nothing quite like it. Yes, and uh, there's lots on the hashtag, actually, F- at F1 in pubs, Chris is just himself. Reiterated what we just said, details of the Japanese Grand Prix, probably by the time the uh, podcast is out. Uh, we on the uh, on the website f1inpubs.co.uk. Vicky Fitzgerald, we heard from earlier. Lucky Lewis T-shirt, let me down today. Well, obviously, <laughs> Christopher Brown. I don't know who he is, but we just mentioned him. <laughs> <is there? laughs> um, yeah, get your fingers out. He said uh, in re- reference to Vettel's win, having a, a finger. Um, yes, I heard what I said. Uh, Shani eighty has been retweeting me, so thanks for that. And. Uh, Thine one is uh, impressed at the fireworks after the race. That was a surprise, wasn't it? Not really expected to see. That's like New Year. Um, looking through the hashtag. I should get someone else to do this so I can uh, get you lot talking. But uh, yeah, Ashley nineteen underscore nineteen thirty two was happy about um, also retweeting me. Should I say? I keep looking at my own retweets, so it's a bit embarrassing that I'm reading out names and it's oh, that's my comment. But yes, Thine F one Andrew underscore Lally gave a great um, picture during the race, and thanks for this, Andrew. I, I did retweet it onto the hashtag, but. Um, um, we, of course we had, we're talking obsessed today of our two stop strategies and the uh, making sure we don't miss things during the race and the safety cars help with that I think not only the tyre strategies on the chat but also here so we didn't miss anything but um, he did tweet a picture of a urinal with a TV inside <laughs> it so you make sure we can we get operator to sort of get one of them so at least if we have to spend a penny we won't miss and obviously for the ladies involved there should hopefully be a, a, 
and a regular toilet with a TV in the door or something like that. So hopefully we can uh, get one of them involved in. We'll never miss anything. I think if anybody has has to you know, make a stop during the race, then you should be, just be providing commentary under the door to them. <laughs> oh, no, oh, that's horrible. I don't like people talking to me in the bathroom. No one will talk to me in the bathroom. All right. Every time I go, the lights are off, and it's like one of those automated sensors. And I'm like, I think I'll get locked in there sometimes. But yeah, no, no one should ever talk in the bathroom. So no, especially not commentary. I def- deliberately, <laughs> I deliberately went just to try and make something happen earlier on, but it didn't quite work. And uh, in, in the race, <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. But um, the safety guy and the uh, HRT did that for me. So uh, yeah, he he visited his own personal pit stop under the uh, under the little tunnel you have there. Um, yeah, and there was a drinking game. As soon as the safety cars came out, you're supposed to down your drink. Whatever drink you have, because uh, I personally have a cola. Uh, everyone can, is free to drink what they want. We will not endorse anything. And uh, yes, it was so many, uh, you down your drinks when the safety car comes out. That was our little uh, little game on the hashtag. Yeah, to Emma underscore Louisa. Lots of, uh, lots of girls on the hashtag. So maybe they, uh, the rain put the girls off from coming to the actual locations. But uh, thank you for Rachel underscore Simmer, who was here earlier. Laura Fisher 1985, not here, not watching the race, but followed it through our hashtag. So Great. thanks, Laura. Um, yeah, so that's really bringing our comments to an end. And Manish, I don't know if he's waving or just saying goodbye to someone behind us. Oh, it's Kerry and Martin, goodbye. And uh, as they're leaving, I think we're leaving too. So I think uh, it's a good race all around. Overall, what would you give it out of 10? Very short with you. I'll give that a 7. 7 out of 10, yeah. Give it an 8. Manish to give it an 8. Okay, was it a result or just the actual racing? Um, racing, I think. No, saw some good overtakes. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we saw the incident between Massa and Senna. That certainly uh, caught our attention. Um, really good performances from good drivers. Sebastian did a great job. Jensen did a great job. Fernando, Diresta, so many good performances out there. And, and even Massa, who came from the rear. Absolutely. So I thought overall, even Massa. Yeah, <laughs> even Massa. So overall, um, a good Grand Prix, eventful Grand Prix. Although it, it, it was dull at times, but certainly when uh, we saw the battle between Massa and Alonso, Massa and Malnado, and then we had two safety cars. Certainly livened up and certainly got things got entertaining um, but yeah overall a decent Grand Prix okay so thanks Manish and I would agree with that I think I'd only give it a 7 because I say there was too many early laps with nothing happening it looked just like there was going to be uh, as I say Alonso and Maldonado were livening it up by themselves but then we didn't get to see the end result of that because of the safety car but yes um, that was I've seen a replay of Massa's incident it still makes me smile that is an exciting incident and it will keep making me smile even through the off season so it will be a highlight of the year so thank you to Felipe Massa I'll give him the overtake of the day why not of course Weber nearly uh, got, went back, well he nearly got that award because he went around the outside but yeah Felipe Massa my overtake of the day and uh, it's been a great race in Singapore so two weeks time 6am we're here oh, amazing 6am I'm going to be half it's going to be not as chirpy I think I think I'll be half asleep or possibly drunk from the night before because it's the only way I can stay up all night and keep the energy going we'll see how it goes but yes two weeks time Japanese Grand Prix McLaren looks to be the form team if they can finish but uh, Alonso looks to be the form man and um, Red Bull are leading the Constructors Championship so still all to play for the, the story hasn't quite been told yet and it's not like in the 2012 Formula 1 season is quite uh, all the twists and turns have quite finished you know we still could get a lotus win or even a sour win so you never know what could happen keep listening to the f1 in podcast thank you for listening to this podcast and uh, please keep tweeting along on the hashtag or uh, tweet at f1 in podcast you know you know the job by now look on the website f1 in pubs.co.uk and thank you for listening and once again just want to end on a i don't want to end on too sour not but um rest in peace and thank you to for all the work professor sig watkins did in formula one goodbye 
If you'd like to join in the fun with the podcast or just find out where Formula One is being shown in your local area, log on to www.f1inpubs.co.uk or follow at F1inpubs on Twitter. (laughs) 